Traditional Chinese medicine is an ancient practice making waves in the modern health era, addressing mind, body and soul as one unit TCM aims to connect the human with the being on multiple levels. Health shouldn't be elusive or inaccessible, a notion that this ancient practice adheres to. Our products at Your Tea are merely a stepping stone to this brilliant wellness modality. Hence, we are here to honour and discover the intricacies of revered traditional Chinese medicine. In our podcast, we discuss the Chinese medicine approach and interpretation of health what it means, and how TCM endeavours to achieve it. From endometriosis to digestion, qi to shen, PCOS to menopause, eating to movement, and mind to soul. Capable of taking on many different forms in the body, the pathogenic factor of wind involves similar characteristics in the body to those in nature. Think symptoms such as spasms, tremors, tics, fungal infections, and flu-like symptoms. A familiar condition related to wind is the common cold. On a more severe note, when combined with other external pathogens such as heat or cold, these disharmonies can transform to show as fever, a sore throat, a dry mouth, and thick yellow phlegm. TCM Dr. Lee Smith covers the manifestations of wind in more depth and also the all-important questions we've been asking him in each preceding episode. How is wind viewed from a Chinese medicine perspective? Wind in Chinese medicine is characterised by spontaneous movement. So if you're just walking through the park, you might notice a big gust of wind will swish right past you and then just as quickly as it came, it's gone. And often wind, when it touches us, it's always on the superficial level uh, on our skin. So this is very much the quality that you will experience with wind diseases. And what are some common symptoms of wind within the body? When you experience wind with the body, it will often be spasms, tremors or tics, uh, and symptoms or diseases that come for a short moment and then they leave again. Are there certain organs that can be affected by wind more than others? The liver is always prone to wind. Um, We say that's liver wind. And the skin... Uh, is also uh, very prone to wind. Um, So when we experience liver wind, we normally associate that with blood deficiency, but you'll notice uh, people that get tremors or tics, it can be just a little twitch in the muscle or it can be a full-blown wind invasion might end up looking like a stroke. How does diet contribute towards wind? Generally, diet for internal wind will be caused by blood deficiency. So if you are not eating enough food to nourish your blood, which will be not enough green vegetables, not enough protein, not enough red food, lacking iron and magnesium, you'll be getting things like cramps, um, tics, tremors. If you leave it a long time, it can get more complicated. How can stress and our emotions contribute towards wind? 
stress, as we mentioned before, it can be quite heating. So if you experience mm -hmm. heat for long enough in a system, it will create a, like an emptiness or like a, a vacuum. And that's when you'll experience the wind signs as tremors and ticks and spasms and cramps. Um, so generally the heat and the stress, the heat caused by stress will cause a blood deficiency and then the wind will come from the blood deficiency. And how can other lifestyle factors contribute towards wind? So definitely diet does make a difference for internal wind, but when it comes to external wind, it's making sure that, you know, you do have a robust immune system. Um, if you are heading out into environments when you are with a weak immune system, you might pick up a wind cold invasion, which is like the common flu, or you might pick up a wind heat, which is like the uh, common virus. Um, sometimes it can combine with uh, wind dampness. Uh, it could be wind cold dampness or wind cold heat. Dampness, and that would be as if you contracted uh, like a fungal infection in your hair or from the wind cold, or it could be a like like a hives kind of reaction. You touched on them briefly there. Can you please elaborate on the different variations of wind? So the different variations of wind are internal wind, uh, which is seen as like spasms, cramps, tremors, ticks, stroke. External wind would be contracted uh, flus or viruses, as well as contracted fungal or bacterial infections and even fungal or even topical parasites, such as like scabies as well, would be considered a wind heat invasion. Following on from our episode on constitutional versus acquired weakness, if wind is not a part of your constitutional weakness, how may one acquire it? For example, I can imagine that regularly sitting in front of an air conditioner. Yep, that is a common wind cause actually. So if you are in the office and you are the person that's sitting right in front of the air conditioner with your work desk, it could be blowing on the back of your neck and just that cold stream of air constantly hitting your neck can uh, restrict the blood flow and that could cause you to have a wry neck or conditions like this, um, and especially if the air conditioner isn't cleaned thoroughly and it's uh, pulling up some mold or things like this, the, those mold toxins could be blowing into your neck and causing uh, wind dampness. Apart from what you've mentioned in this episode, how else can we reduce the amount of wind in our body? We can make sure that we are nourishing ourselves with uh, blood-nourishing foods, which are green vegetables, red foods, uh, good proteins, magnesium, folate. We've got to make sure that we are strengthening our immune system and if we are going out into the environment that we're well protected wearing warm clothes or just making sure that the wind isn't invading our body and that if we do... Uh, getting wind cold in our system, that we have a good sweat to get it out. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge on wind with us today, Lee. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of TCM Honoured by Your Tea. 
The views expressed on today's episode are those of the independent authors and commentators and do not constitute medical or pharmaceutical advice. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a review and subscribing. If you have any questions, you can reach us on Instagram at your tea or by emailing us at hello at your tea.com.